Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. So you may have wished that you had new relationships or just a different group of friends in your life. Well, if that's the case, you are not alone. Or maybe you're just looking to get into a romantic relationship, finally, once and for all. Or you want to grow the size of your network of positive relationships. The question is, should you simply jump into a relationship because it makes you feel good or it looks good or it sounds good? Are any of those reasons to justify hanging out with the people that you're hanging out with? Glad to have you back with us today for the Law of Attraction Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon. Kineticbelief.com is the website. Hello, Megan. Hello, hello. How is it today? It's good, friend. It's been a fun week, hasn't it? <laughs> it's been a really fun week, and yeah. And we're, we're not done yet. We got one more day after today, and then we're back into another weekend. Yeah, that's true. That's fun. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so what do you think of today's topic? You know what? I love today's topic because uh, I have personal reasons for loving this topic. When you get into the law of attraction and kinetic belief, you get rid of... Uh, a significant amount of people. Lots of things change. And, and, <laughs> and they, so, you know, you're like, man, I am so evolved and elevated. Where'd everyone go? Well, you know what? <laughs> you know what's really interesting about the law of attraction is that really you're not doing anything other than working on yourself. And then, yes. then the universe takes care of all that other mm-hmm. stuff around you. It does. And you really do shed a lot of relationships, which is not a bad thing, but it's also <laughs> something that... Where did they go? Where did they go? <laughs> Where is everybody? Why is it so quiet in uh, here? Oh, I'm alone. <laughs> well, I've got fresh relationships, all right. That's really fun. Oh, they're fresh. Do you wish you had new relationships? Uh, yeah, you know, I think that's an innate thing in all of us because as we grow, that seems to be part of the growth, to desire that camaraderie, that companionship. But when you get deep into kinetic belief, you want a different thing out of relationships. It does, it just, it does change you. Um, it changes what you want. Well, you know, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you, have you ever had a friend that you believed you should move on from? Absolutely. <laughs> now yeah. think about it. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, even if it is a friend there, it's almost like you do have to sort of break up with them. Um, but in, and I didn't see it as something as necessarily they were toxic, but we were just in such different head spaces about life. Um, it's very easy to outgrow relationships. Well, you know what I used to do? And, and, I, and I know this about my, my, myself. When I was really young, I would make friends with people who were the most toxic for me. Me too. I mean, I would just like, oh my gosh, that's the guy swinging from the the, the chandelier or the light oh, yeah. fixture. That's the one I'm going to hang out with. And usually it was because I was entertained by the things that they would do and all the the the, the dumb things that they would say. It yeah. was just a form mm-hmm. of entertainment for me. That's true. And you know, I have to agree with that. I've always been drawn to the unique, the fringe, the crazy, <laughs> the avant-garde. And sometimes that can be wonderful, but then sometimes eh, that might not be the best for you. Was it because they were doing things that you were doing yourself? 
Well, you know, I think it just, it gives you the sense that they just know how to have fun. Mm-hmm. Like when, especially, but that's a young thing. I don't feel is that it, way is anymore. It really, do you think it's a young thing? I you think, really do. Well, I just think that I was uh, uh, maybe a little more willing to just be totally insane well, when I, I was younger. I, I don't know. What is what is young? I mean, are we talking about people maybe in the nursing home? And I like the guy across the hall because he's <laughs> throwing stuff into the hallway all well, the time. Well, that's a good point. It's all relative. <laughs> it's all relative. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Well, in. You know, usually in friendship, you share emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what most people don't realize is that in, in, when you are sharing emotions, you are actually you are being controlled by your own emotions. And in a relationship, even if you work through not being controlled by your emotions, and that's what I teach all the time, is how to not be led around by your emotions or your feelings. So mm-hmm. if you've overcome that... Understand that a friend, regardless of what you think about this, in a relationship, you're sharing the emotions of somebody else. Yeah. And so now un- when, when when you look at this from the quantum mechan- the quantum physics part of this, there is a an exchange of attraction yeah. that you are working with and through with an, in a relationship with somebody else that even if you don't think that you're going to uh, have be affected by that friendship or relationship you are still just by considering and and observing what you're watching them do and listening to what they're saying it becomes an imagination and as soon as it becomes an imagination it becomes a desire and then a desire is, as we know in the law of attraction is going to manifest it's going to bring that thing into your life so if it's a negative influencer somebody that's toxic for you it is going to show up in your life in ways that you can't imagine, because if that makes any sense. It, you know, that's the thing about imaginations is they tentacle in so many directions. And the law of attraction is going to rearrange your circumstances in ways that you never thought possible. And that's a great point that, you know, I have to say, the, you know, so you have these like sort of requirements that you that you give yourself for making friends and those change throughout your life. So, you know, when I was maybe uh, in college or something, my main requirement for a friend was if they were funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I love to laugh. So, hey, they're hilarious. That's all that I need. Mm-hmm. But then funny. as you grow and you get older, you just realize, like you were just saying, you realize that there is an exchange of energy and um, ideas and emotions. And, and it matters. It just you, you grow, you, you learn. <laughs> and, you know, if you're growing and learning in the right way, then what you find funny can also change. Because I can tell you, if you're a wreck yourself, your sense of humor is probably one. And you're going to... <laughs> You're That's going true. to you're going to laugh at the wrong things. That's true. And, and if you got yourself put back together correctly, then your humor also becomes a good thing, and it's based in uh, good things for you. Mm, that's a good point. So, Ooh, that'd be an interesting uh, little survey or, or study to do, just how you know how people are relating to their senses of humor, what that says yeah, about yeah. them. That's interesting. Sure. Yeah. Well, we could handle that right here on one of our podcasts. Oh, that's in true. Fact. You know, yeah. But here's the thing, and uh, understand, to be toxic or someone that's toxic is just a negative influencer. It's that simple. Someone that is negatively influencing your life or in their life, they're just negative influencers. And the other person's emotions are toxic. And what happens is you become one with toxicity. And so it's no longer just about the person. It's an actual toxic negative uh, force, power, uh, substance that you are attracting into your life and it will spin out of control and it'll just wreck everything everything in, that you're hoping to to avoid 
It's interesting how sensitive I've become to that. I was on the phone earlier with someone and they, they were telling me, you know, it was a great conversation. It was very sweet and you know, it was positive. And then all of a sudden they were telling me about being sick. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, well, I got to go. Because yeah, <laughs> it was, because it just don't hit me. Consider. Yeah, it hit me like a ton of bricks. You know, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want to consider sickness. I don't want to think about that. That's not what, you know, I don't hold myself to that low standard. So I can't do this. Well, the thing that's happening when you consider sickness, you are imagining sickness. Exactly. And when you imagine sickness, you're desiring it. That, that doesn't mean that something you want to desire something simply means that's what you are imagining. You're you focused. are considering it. And when you're considering something to imagine, it becomes a desire. And that thing that you're desiring comes against you. Wow. It will come for you if it's a good thing. It will come against you if it's a negative thing. Wow. So today we're talking about attracting fresh relationships. This is going to be a very cool topic. I'm, I'm super excited about this. Well, a way to understand this in quantum physics is that your observations of a negative influencer, your relationship with all those, uh, those negative relationships, they are always, without exception, going to attract and manifest negative things into your life. Have you had relationships as you've gone through your belief journey that you just had to sever, move on from? Did you just ghost them? One big fat yes. (laughs) (laughs) Not not even close. I mean, it it wasn't uh, the elephant in the room. It was literally the the elephant. I mean, it was so obvious. It wasn't wasn't some secret thing. It was huge. You just woke up one morning and went, OMG. I think everybody has had that relationship. And, you know, here's the thing. I I almost look at this like... um, you know, people that believe in reincarnation, they always, in their previous life, they'll tell yeah. you they were a king or a queen. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's kind of like... Pretty sure everyone wasn't thing. Joan of Arc. And, and it's almost <laughs> like this is one of those most obvious things mm-hmm. that all of us have had that negative influencer and probably have been one to somebody else. Don't act True. like you're you're sitting there. What you know? Everybody just needs to quit being a negative influencer in my life. Wait a minute. You're probably that person <laughs> that we're talking about, and you need to leave them alone. And you need to fix yourself. And this is the way to do it. Well, so, none of us are born <laughs> enlightened. So um, yeah, I think that's absolutely yeah, true. I, and I'm sure you know there have been people I've not been good for. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sure. For whatever. Well, reason. good is relative. Again. And actually, you know what that would be is those people that I was entertained by their toxicity. Mm. I was not good for them because I enabled them. Wow. I they were entertained by my entertainment. Isn't it isn't it so exciting though to to grow out of things, you know, to grow beyond people, circumstances, places. That always just I think that is one of the most thrilling part of becoming a kinetic believer is that you you know, you actually are growing and and you know, sort of excelling and accelerating even beyond these things. Well, it puts you in the driver's seat and it, uh, and it allows you to determine the course that you're going yeah. on. It, it is really funny though that when you start to elevate yourself mentally, spiritually, you really do look around and it's it's sort of like where where is where are my friends? <laughs> Right. I mean, I get that I needed to isolate myself to change, but okay, I'm changed now. I'm ready. Well, most people go through life and whatever relationship is comfortable, you know, whatever feels good, looks good, that's convenient for me, that's the one that I'm going to hold on to. Yeah. And there's so many examples of relationships. And when, when we look around at just at the lives that other people are living, and you can learn a lot by uh, through observation, mm-hmm. I, I was... I was in Blackpool in the UK 
a number of years ago, back in the early 90s, actually. And it's, that was at a, what they call a pleasure beach. And they have an amusement park there by the seaside. I mean, it was a, it was a fun place. There was a lot, yeah. lot of things to do. And I was looking around in some of the shops in the, the downtown area when a, uh, it was a military helicopter. And it appeared just over the street hovering. I mean, it was, you know, up maybe a couple hundred feet. It wasn't very, it was just so uh, obvious that something was going on. And at the same time, police came in and they began barricading the sidewalks. And just a few minutes later, this caravan of green Jaguar automobiles, it came down the street and it circled the town square right there where I was standing. And it stopped practically right in front of me. And then there's a couple of, of doormen that sort of brushed by and they rolled, rolled out a red carpet. I mean, this stuff's happening. Just click, click, click. Uh-huh. And, and all the way to the curb, they roll the carpet out to one of the Jaguars. And they opened the door and outstepped Princess Diana. Oh, my goodness. I mean, she's just right there in front of me. And I'm at this, this uh, random crowd of people. They just they line the streets. It seemed like they came out of nowhere, too. And they were shouting and waving. And so I'm just watching this spectacle. Princess Diana, she started walking along the street there in front of this, in front of the sidewalk. And I just watched her and uh, go by. And she's shaking hands and speaking to everybody in the mm-hmm. crowd. And, and she passed by me. And just right in front of me, this elder, elderly woman, she fainted. Oh, my God. And uh, she was grabbed before she hit the sidewalk. But, but sadly... Uh, that story, as everybody knows now, the tragic ending of uh, Princess Diana. Um, but the story was that she actually, she never loved Prince Charles. And you can read all kinds of stories about that. And they both were seemingly pressured to get married by uh, Prince Philip. And you can see some of those early, actually, there was, there was a famous picture of she and Charles at a polo match about a week before their marriage. And he's giving her this rough kiss on the cheek and she's turning her head and it looked like mm-hmm. disgust. And so th- there was a toxic relationship. They weren't meant to be together. And so there's actually a way to develop relationships either for friendship or for a life mate, a husband or a wife that is pure and it's excellent and it's deeply satisfying. So that's what we want to really drill down into here today. And now you may be sitting there and just mentally agreeing that, yes, I want to form, I want to attract some new relationships. However, there is a catch. Look, here's the thing. You've got to be willing. So before you say you're willing, now think about the word willing. Don't just jump in and be a mental agreeer. You really have to be willing. It means you are ready and eager and that you are prepared to do this. So you may be ready and you may be eager, but you're probably just not yet prepared. So here's the thing. Wisdom is knowing what to do next. Skill is knowing how to do it. And virtue is doing it. In other words, be willing to focus on you because it's the right thing to do. The law of kinetic belief does the work of your belief. So you'll not have to ask for anybody's resume or for anybody's references to start calling around to make sure that this person's not going to be toxic for you. And uh, it's, it's nothing like that. But you will need to adopt a childlike belief system for establishing new relationships. And, and that's going to be a little bit challenging, probably at first. But I want to tell you this. It is a lot of fun. It's enjoyable because you will know exactly what you're doing. And, and what you're doing is it's going to be good for you. So that makes it fun. So how does the law of attraction work? 
Your part is understanding and knowing how to use kinetic belief for the law of attraction to work for you. What you believe changes things. What you believe attracts into your life. So if you're designing, uh, if you're designing a particular type of person for a relationship to either advance your career or to become a close friend of yours, whatever it is, the life that you're living right now is going to be based upon what you've been believing, the one that you're going to be living and those that you're going to be experiencing at a different level in a month, a month from now or three months from now. Those people are also going to be based upon what you're choosing to believe today. In other words, you believe the life you're living. You believe the friendships that you have. You believe the relationships that you have. Change what you believe and you will change your life. Change what you believe and you'll change your relationships, your friendships, your mate. Well, let's don't change your mate. Let's change. <laughs> I don't want, we don't want to throw any mates out the door, but what we want to do, if you're looking for one, if you're looking for a, a life mate, this is the way to do it. And you begin designing and imagining that perfected person that's just right for you. Because here's the thing. You cannot believe one thing continually and have things remain just as they are. Wow. Um, you know, I've actually noticed that a large volume of our emails that we get are about relationships and typically they're about um, relationships that someone has been in for a long time and I think that's kind of natural because like we started by talking about growth and how you can outgrow these relationships so easily Um, so how do you maintain really positive relationships as you're growing because it's not guaranteed that that someone's going to grow with you Well, it's a great question, and I think that growth is something to be reserved for a close mate. And one one of the issues and one of the problems that a lot of people make where friends are concerned is they try to share the most intimate things with friends, and that should actually be reserved for for a mate for life. Your life partner, your, your yeah. Your intimate thoughts, your intimate, the intimate part of you that makes you you is to be reserved for you while you're unconditionally loving yourself. Now, a person that hasn't perfected that part of their lives, that hasn't learned to unconditionally love themselves, they are absolutely going to find a friend or friends to share those intimate things about themselves, to look for that, that approval that they're missing from themselves. So you're trying to replace the lack of unconditional love for self with the approval of other people. And that's why it's so sadly disappointing to be in relationship with, you know, a girl has girlfriends and they're just not, and and there's no way that they should be or could be filling that need for approval of self. And so the first thing to becoming uh, satisfied in life is going to be get away from everyone everybody in your life, kids, dogs, cats, friends, people, boss, and consider no one else but yourself. Look within to find your original purpose and intention for being here. Who are you? What are your giftings? What makes you uniquely you? How are you different? Don't look at the the comparisons to find commonality. In fact, you want to just focus in on the differences because that's, after all, what you should be celebrating in life is what makes you different than everybody else because that 
That is the authentic you. And when you fail to do that, then you are not being honest with yourself. And if you're not being honest with yourself, you're not being honest with anyone else. And then every relationship you'll ever go into as far as friendship is concerned is going to be a disappointment to you and to other people as well. So it starts by unconditionally loving the unique, individual, authentic, different person that you, that you are uh, than anyone else. I have to say, I really love the irony of, okay, are you ready to form new relationships? Go be alone. <laughs> Isn't that, that's where it starts. It really is though. Cause if you, and that's a great point that if you don't do that, then you're really risking, um, the idea that you maybe you're, you're not realizing that you're filling a void in yourself and you're, and you're trying to fill something within you that can only be filled by you. Well, and you really don't have anything to offer anyone else if you are trying to emulate everyone else. Yeah. You know, who needs another me? I, I want, yeah. and you want the individual in somebody else. So you, you, become, you perfect that first. You mm -hmm. unconditionally love yourself to be able to love someone else. You just said something huge. You said, um, you know, what are, what are you going to have to offer people? And that's a, that's a big part of this because when you first realize you're desiring new fresh relationships it's really easy to to automatically think okay what can they do for me that's right instead of approaching it like you just said that's right and that's true in all relationship we're talking about friendships but it also is true for finding that life bank look what you imagine to be true with gratitude sustained by journaling kinetically believing to journal your highest viewpoint for an advancing relationship a friendship that expands your life and expands your interests expanding all of your other relationships your unwavering present tense gratitude for what you're imagining what that does is it causes the substance of what you are desiring to attract that person the universe responds to your belief in order to align your desire with the object of your desire. Science has now come into agreement with the world's thought disciplines and religions where faith and belief is concerned. So, you know, using the science of quantum physics, actually researchers have proven the very thing we're talking about here, and it's actually qualified the existence of an unseen substance that's found throughout the universe. And the most remarkable thing about the substance is the bias by which it operates. You and I, we have a bias. Every person listening has a bias. You have a desire. You may not know what it is, and your, your bias probably is broken where relationships are concerned. You think you know what you want. You want to be entertained by somebody. You want somebody to come in and serve you and to, to, uh, to edify and to, to make you feel like everything about you in your broken state is correct. But, but then that's actually not good for you, you see, because you've got somebody that you've attracted in your life that is enabling the bad stuff, that's coddling the bad stuff. Now, this may be tough love for somebody right now, but you've got to get alone, like Megan, you mentioned. You've got to get alone and away from everybody in order to perfect that to where you are advancing your mind, your body, and your soul. You want to become one of the one percenters. You want to become wealthy and prosperous and healthy and strong and lovable to be loved. And this is how you do it. And then once you correct it and you're working on those things, then you begin attracting, uh, attracting those relationships that are not toxic, but that celebrate and edify and encourage you in life. I want to ask you uh, to talk for a moment about the role that focus really plays in this because um, I was just, I was thinking about uh, myself and there was a time when I was very heavily focused on familial 
relationships. So let's say with my mom or my sister or my dad or any other relatives, really. And I was and I was hyper focused on those relationships in a way where I was very interested in not just my relationship with them, but their inner relationships as well. So that would sort of dominate a lot of conversations that I was having. And again, I was, you know, focusing on those relationships. And it almost seemed that it was like blocking me from ushering anything fresh and new in. Um, and they, I wouldn't say those relationships are toxic, but it's interesting how that focus, it, it's almost like it kept pulling me away in a sense from, from doing something new and finding something new. What is, what do you think about that theory, I guess? Well, there is a thing. And when you're talking about the relationship that you have with family and often people will take a relationship with their mom or their dad or whomever in their family and, and try to substitute that for a relationship they should be having with someone else. Let's say, for example, that you, you want to write a book and you're looking for a publisher or someone to approve of the book and you, you've incorrectly put the relationship of your your dad into the position of a publisher. And so you write the book and you run home and you show it to dad and you want his opinion of the book because you, you love dad and, and you are esteeming him now in the sense that he is representing the substance of the publisher in your life. Now, all of a sudden, you have elevated the opinion of someone not qualified as a publisher to give you their, their biased opinion. So what, what's happening is in, the, the quantum, in quantum physics, you are actually esteeming or you are, are observe, observing the substance of the words that they speak. You are internalizing that. And so it actually becomes you. And if it's a negative thought, if it's something he doesn't like the characters, he doesn't like the way that you... You roll out the story or the way that it ends or whatever. It's not suitable to something he would probably read on his own, whatever. You're not getting the kind of feedback on the book that you've written. He's not a customer. He's not a publisher. He's not someone that would read that kind of material. But you put him in a position of all three of those. Mm -hmm. So you're going to now internalize his thoughts and it becomes that substance something that you're now attracting or you're actually incorrectly to understand desire the correct way is that something you are observing and it will manifest in your life so you have an improper relationship you put him into a role that he doesn't belong in but you have elevated him to that place and your life continues to sadly uh, probably not go in the direction you would like now uh, that that's the problem with mm -hmm. those kind of relationships. You that, don't you yeah. haven't put it in its proper place. Well, I love that. That's a fascinating way to look at it. That um, you know, don't be honest with yourself. Make sure that you're not you know basically substituting um, someone into a relationship that you're craving that has no business being there. Um, because when you want a fresh new relationship, that's probably going to be with someone that uh, hasn't known you since the day you were born. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> Look, to, to understand this even at a better level, I'm going to take just a moment. And here's how this works. Let's again, let's look at the, the, the particle physics of how belief works, because that's going to, I think you, you, uh, you've, got to un you've got to go back to the beginning to understand the end. And it's not just a, a thought or a feeling that we're dealing with. There's an actual scientific reason for what I'm teaching you. The, the recent discovery of the God particle using the world's largest collider at CERN, it's near Geneva, and this was back in 2012, demonstrated that belief has a biased substance. 
which favored matter over antimatter, and it was during the Big Bang, meaning that there was a vision for a controlled and an expected outcome to a rapidly expanding universe. Now, that's awesome. I mean, think about it. There's, it's, we now know that the universe isn't some random thing. There was a vision for it. There was a bias for it, scientifically proven in this particle collider that uh, the observation of a particle creates an expected outcome. There is mass that's generated uh, from the observation. The God particle, it, it slows particles to sustain them into a place of becoming a thing where there had not been a thing. The power of a belief formed all of the galaxies. It formed all of the stars and the planets. It, it created you and me and every blade of grass and insect. It creating something where there had not been anything at all. So the power to create something out of nothing, the power to arrange things in a certain order, Using the law of kinetic belief explains how the world, how the world, uh, people, human beings in, engaged in their natural experiences has evolved through the thoughts and the beliefs and the desires of every single human being that's ever walked on this planet. Every unique creator, every person on earth, listen, everybody has the ability to create through the power of their beliefs Every single person is in the sense of, of being a, a creator, it is a creator, created in the image of the creator, the image of a creative believer. Right before the Big Bang, the original bias for all that there is, belief works for the believer. You and I, all of us, have that substance of belief on the inside of us. And that's the ability to create, to imagine something long enough to see it actually come to pass. Imagine it long enough for the universe to rearrange circumstances, to accommodate the belief. We are creators walking this planet. So according to the quantum universe, all, all that there is around us, the unseen permeating all things, everything that can happen, it does happen. Since the beginning of time, there, there's been an awareness of what could be. And that awareness of what could be is the very thing that changes things. So the simple act of observation, it changes everything. Every person's intellect. Every person's imagination, every person's intelligent bias for a certain relationship with somebody else, for another person, for someone to come into their life, an influencer, a positive person, or a negative person, whatever you are imagining, whatever you are being, like we talked about earlier, entertained by, whatever that is, that initiates a God particle directive to augment the formation of that relationship. And the law of kinetic belief then attracts the circumstance in order to reveal the relationship of the kinetic believer's desire. So the exciting thing about all of this is, is that you have been given the joystick. You have the controller to guide your life's paths to, to determine what kind of relationships you will have, to understand what the role of each one of those relationships is. Your best friend should not be your publisher. 
until you've gotten to know them and they're a good publisher or maybe <laughs> that becomes your friend. But the girl you grew up with, if she's not into publishing, shouldn't be your publisher. Your dad shouldn't be your, your music teacher if he knows nothing about music. Your life relationships should not be just random. Your gratitude in advance of the relationship that you're purposing to create by imagining it from the highest viewpoint and holding that thought form of the purpose for that relationship, that's how you do that. And that creates the space and the place for the meetup. Wow, I like that you've really expanded this beyond just friendship. You know, you're attracting fresh relationships um, to serve you in so many different arenas and ways and ideas. And I want to ask you too, um, it's an interesting dynamic to, because typically we're talking about attracting and believing and imagining um, things, you know, things that are not people. <laughs> so, you know, we're ba- so this is an interesting topic to me because, you know, you're attracting in a sense, another creator. So that seems like a very different, maybe not a different process, but at the same time you are, it is different than maybe attracting wealth. Um, because that person has their own, uh, uh beliefs and imaginations as well. Are, do you have to like both be attracting each other or, you know, because I know you've talked a lot about not imposing your will on other people. So let's just talk about how all of that sort of interacts with each other in the universe. Yeah, you know, that's a great question. And, and actually, I like what C.S. Lewis said. He said, you know, friendship is born at that moment when one person says to another, what, you too? <laughs> I thought I was the only one. <laughs> Harmony is when agreement is acknowledged. Mm. And so, you know what? Even if you don't know how to use kinetic belief or the law of attraction, you're still operating in it and you're still desiring. So everybody, we all have a knowing, this innate knowing on the inside of us that, you know, we are probably a good way to understand it is no one is living a life right now they didn't expect. Everybody's living a life that they talk about Everyone's living a life that they believe. So, yes, the you're perfecting your relationships by you are attracting and standing on a purpose. You're, you are looking holistically at what the reason for that relationship is going to be. And by doing so, the desire of the person that will serendipitously come into your life has also been looking for, because of what you're expecting, a relationship of like kind. Yeah. And so they may not be working it to the degree that you are, and probably are not, unless it's somebody that you meet at one of our master class, uh, Mastering the Universe <laughs> True. Uh, workshops. That would be cool. Um, but then by you working this, as long as one person is, and part of your the project of your kinetic belief journaling mm-hmm is to envision that person just as they are and they're going to be someone that's edifying and and encouraging and celebrating and championing you because you're going to be doing the same thing for them. Then you can trust in the the law of attraction to arrange the circumstances for that perfect meetup. I have to say that's a really beautiful image that you just gave us, this idea of two creators. And it's almost as if, you know, one's belief is being the pressure, like you've referred to before, you know, when you believe you're putting pressure on that to manifest. Um, I love the idea that belief is being answered with, you know, like kind belief of someone else. That's a really, that's a really beautiful way to connect. 
Well, harmony is when agreement is acknowledged and you begin in the substance of harmony by, you know what, you're going back to the, you're looking within and you're going back to the original substance, the original purpose for you even being here and you're mm-hmm. coming into agreement with that and in harmony with that, then your life comes in harmony with everything else to advance your mind. Advance your body, advance your relationships in harmony and in agreement with other like-kind creators. No one being elevated over you or under you. They're like-kind, in agreement, and there's harmony perfecting your the advancement of your mind, body, and soul. So we've been talking about different types of relationships just now, um, not just friendship. What What sort of standard do you hold yourself to when you're attracting new relationships that aren't necessarily intimate ones. You know, you mentioned a publisher, for example. Um, When you are imagining and attracting those relationships, those aren't necessarily intimate. It doesn't seem like they would be, but maybe they are. I mean, at what point do you not uh, uh, require someone to be a a kinetic believer? I hope I asked that right. The only person I require to be a kinetic believer is me. Mm. Uh, that's the only requirement I have. If you want to change things, you change yourself. You yeah. don't go. It's not our business to change anyone or anything around us. Things are what they are. Things cannot be changed. In fact, if you're looking for something different, then you exchange. You don't change a person. You exchange a person. People are what they are. Your attitudes are what they are. Your desires are what they are. Everything is as is. And so you exchange one for another. You exchange an appetite for for something else. We were talking the other day about um, how to change your body. And and the the topic was, you know, losing weight Mm -hmm. or gaining weight, whatever, changing your body. And, for example, a piece of chocolate cake, maybe, you're, maybe that's a weakness and you want to stop eating so much chocolate cake. You can't change your, your appetite for chocolate cake. You can exchange the appetite for chocolate cake for an appetite for kale. But then there's a whole work that you right. go through. So to answer your question, uh, to answer that, I work on kinetic belief for myself. And then through the process of that, then when I meet someone that I've been working on through my kinetic belief journaling, for a publisher, to your point, when that person comes into my life, either through a phone call or a, a, a meeting through an acquaintance or whatever, in my in my mind, in my thoughts, in in my introspective self, it's like a flash of lightning. This person comes in and they they represent what I've been imagining. Mm-hmm. They say what I've been hearing. They they do what I've been seeing done. It is a perfect match of agreement in harmony with the things that I've been working on in my thought processes, my thought forms that I've been journaling from the highest viewpoint for that relationship. So it's not a surprise. I'm fully expecting because I am grateful every day for this person that I've not yet met, but I've met them in my imagination. So when they show up, there's no surprise. And I just know what I know in my knower. And it's the most, that's what makes this so much fun. It's so exciting because you are removing the, the, the uh, random chance out of your life. And you're replacing it with a, a childlike expectation for going to the amusement park that you've been promised you're going to. And so, gosh darn it, you are so excited about the person that you've already imagined to meet. And when they show up, there's no surprise that that's them. You're just so elated and excited that there they are. I've been expecting to see you. What took you so long? 
I love that concept of of this relationship, a new relationship popping in, and it and it really just is coming into harmony with what you've been imagining. It's like these two puzzle pieces just perfectly fitting mm, together. You know, it's fulfilled. It. I really, I really love that. Um, yeah, you tell somebody you don't fit. <laughs> you, you got you got three circles on you, and you don't fit into my need for two. <laughs> so right. you're the wrong size puzzle piece. Yeah, but good luck. <laughs> hey, good luck with that. Godspeed. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so when you are, let's say, um, let's say you're looking to develop a new relationship that is purely, you know, just for friendship. You're just looking for a new friend, something as basic but complex as that. How do you develop the image of the person that you want to attract into your life? Are you, I know you, you talk a lot about journaling. What sort of things are you writing down? What sort of um, characteristics are you imagining? Well, that's a great question. And the, the healthy attitude for developing a friendship, let's, what is the purpose for the friendship? You're about to start journaling. What, your, what is your vision for that friendship? Mm-hmm. Oh, you like to play tennis, so you're looking for a friend to play tennis with. Well, mm-hmm. there's your commonality, and then that's the healthy approach for that friendship. And I would even say that you leave the, your, the, the intimacy beyond the, the game of tennis back at home and with a life mate. One of the quickest ways to destroy that tennis relationship is to start talking about the kids or the need for the cat to go to the vet and, <laughs> or the problems you're having with a husband. Because now all of a sudden you've yeah. introduced it and you're taking it somewhere that it doesn't belong. Wow, that's so true. And after all, you are unconditionally loving yourself. You're so pleased with yourself and you are enjoying life now. And you are so happy, full of joy, full of energy all the time, alone by yourself. So you're not trying to find someone to enable those broken things that you're still imagining in your life. You've taken care of those. Yeah. And so you're not, you're not being the toxic one in your relationship of tennis. So that's how we're to form those relationships in our lives. Find a purpose for that friendship, develop and grow that friendship for that purpose, and then leave the intimate things for the intimate partner. Mm, that's wonderful advice, just to um, make sure that those relationship roles are being fulfilled within that relationship and not sort of letting them bleed out. Because you mentioned that that's the quickest way to ruin that friendship, but that can also be toxic to your other relationships. You know, just if there's an issue in one uh relational role deal with it within that role and don't let it spread to others it becomes great usually it becomes toxic because you're looking for someone to emotionally agree with the mess that you're in (laughs) and then you're going to create a mess out of their life and you're going to through that power of agreement you're going to continue to manifest more mess and it just it's a (laughs) train wreck from day one you'll do anything just to hear someone say girl that's not your fault (laughs) (laughs) but tell me more i I know right i know right oh that's funny i want to i'd love to hear your take for a moment um there are so many articles podcasts whatever you want to call it on the effect of digital tech on relationships and some people think it's great you know because it actually makes it easier to sort of find your tribe to find your people to even keep up with everyone and then some people say well we're also disconnected now because you know this tech keeps us at arm's length um do you how do you approach you know tech versus in-person relationships you know how do you sort of handle that dynamic in your own life regardless of who's on the other end of it tech represents information people represent information for that matter and even in person it's information and what is the what is the information ask yourself that question is it positive or is it negative if it's negative get away from it 
if what you're seeing coming through the the text messages or the the Instagram or Twitter or whatever it is in social media whatever do not allow yourself to feed on negative source energy only stay around surround yourself and guard the gates of your soul those are your eyes and your ears from any type of negative source energy it will manifest and so if you're developing any type of a back and forth and exchange of information then it must it must absolutely meet the 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 needs of a positive platform in your own life a, a platform for positive growth advancing yourself mm-hmm. Books, the same thing, television, news, reports, all, whatever it is, do not allow yourself to consume those things. Now, those things are around you, and you cannot, I know we can't stick our head in the sand and pretend like it doesn't exist, but what you can do is to cast down those negative imaginations, all of that negative source energy, and not feed on it, don't consume it, don't imagine it, don't, don't, don't allow it to, to take up a place of harbor on the inside of you, because as you consider those things, then you are imagining it to uh, come to pass, and it will. The, the law law of attraction is not a respecter of thought form. It doesn't care if it's negative or positive. Whatever you are imagining, it will either come for you if it's based in fear, or it will come uh, rather come for you if it's based in belief, positive belief, or against you if it's based in fear. We recently received a really lovely email from a couple in, I believe they're in California, but they um, they were just letting us know that they're listening to the podcast. They were thanking you for the journey that they're on. They're listening to the podcast together, and so they're they're attempting to you know grow in this identity together of of being kinetic believers. If there's someone listening and they want to graft in their life partner or a friend or someone, how do you think the best way to approach that is? Because, you know, one has sort of discovered it and they want to share it with, with, with someone in their life. How do you approach that? Well, people are surrounded by relationships that they previously imagined the most and, the, and that they've talked about the most. And an intimate relationship, and I think the couple you're talking about, a husband and a wife perhaps, and they, they are... There's not anything more beautiful than to share in growth and development, advancing your mind, body, and soul than with a person that you're spending your life with. And absolutely, this is something you should be doing together and enjoying the process and doing your affirmations together and championing and encouraging each other in that, giving each other room to develop and grow while at the same time practicing it together. Because after all, you're sharing in your emotions, you're sharing in your experiences together. And this is something you should absolutely be sharing in with someone like that. You know, I'm sure that there have been so many times where, whoever's listening now, that you, you started thinking about someone from your past, and then what? You see them somewhere. How did that happen? I see them out, and I, I was just thinking about this person. You are going to be constructing at all times with your thoughts. So how much more important is it that you're sharing in thoughts and ideas and expressions with the person that you're living life with? So absolutely, I, I do recommend that if you are with someone, uh, rather than looking for, for someone, share this with them. You've got to share the law of attraction and how it works and what you're working on so that you don't head off in one direction and you're, you out improve your life over them. You leave them behind <laughs> in their wrecked mess self. You, you love them, so you want to share the things that you know are, are good for them. And you are attracting a life of adventure together. And you are you know, two willing uh, 
cohabitant cohabiting people that are just you know what we're going to do this together do you just say hey i found a podcast i want to listen to i mean is it, is it as simple oh, as that <laughs> so don't ever think would, it i wouldn't try to become the instructor and teacher just yet and send them down yeah. and say i'm going to tell you how this works that's and, a good point because that's such yeah. a wonderful point actually because when you get a hold of new information it's amazing how uh you know you could have eaten like for example, you you have a horrible diet your whole life, and then all of a sudden you you become keto, but you're the you're the expert now. Let me tell you how to eat. I haven't eaten right for have twenty fun years. Have with that, right? But that's a good point that you know instead of don't try to instruct people in relationship, just share in it. That is, I just think that's really powerful. That's a great way to approach it. Kinetic belief journaling is the way that you're going to improve whatever it is in your life. And you're, you're not going to, remember, you're not trying to change anything. You're exchanging all things. Good relationships or bad relationships. Our lives are constructed by our observations. And our observations form the desires. A desire is simply what you imagine to think about, whether you actually want it or not. Throughout history, the law of kinetic belief has been quietly and secretively used by just a select few in order to achieve tremendous success. And I'm talking about in relationships now. Yeah, great wealth builders and elite athletes, all those people have used this to accomplish their goals. But you can have great success in relationships, and you should have it. And don't don't discount this part of your life because you've got to be successful in all these areas in order to be able to live out that that perfected purpose that you were put on this earth to experience. Just like gravity, look, this thing works for you or against you, whether you believe in it or not. Your belief in this doesn't have anything to do with anything. All of us know that there's something far more to this life than just what we simply see. However, people, even who've never heard about the quantum God particle or kinetic belief, they still sense, they feel the results of kinetic belief at work in their lives. So the highest level of your success in life will ultimately, it's going to be determined by your acceptance or your rejection of the way things are and your willingness to see them change. You've got to be willing to see your relationships change, not by changing people. For goodness sakes, don't use your dominion to exercise and and yield power over other people. You're going to wreck their lives and wreck your life too. Even your your kids, don't use your dominion to change the, the, the purpose of your child's life. Don't use your dominion to change the purpose of your husband or your wife's life or any of your friends. You accept all creators as co-equals and expect to see some kind of difference. Don't expect there to be similarities. You can cherish those, but cherish even more so the diversity of all of us. That is what makes something, uh, that's what makes humanity a beautiful thing. It is an experiment. It is a project that's underway right now in this universe. And we're it, folks. We are representing that. This is that great experiment. And to be successful in your purpose in this experiment cherish, honor, celebrate the diversity of all people, all cultures, all nationalities, your children, your life mate, and your friends, yourself. Look within to see what makes you different. How often you're willing to imagine specific relationships and those diverse differences 
Go to your journal and begin journaling all those positive desires that you have for relationships and desire them to come to pass. See them already coming to pass. Because the more you delight and and you have gratitude for those inwardly differences, you're demonstrating every time that you're grateful for that as though you've already received the desired relationship to come to pass in your life. The process of that, how often you do that, how frequently you're doing this, that's the thing that's going to determine the speed at which the relationship is going to manifest into your life. But now here's the good news. It's it, you get to choose the amount of kinetic belief that you wish to appropriate to every single relationship for that tennis player, for the life mate, for the, the one that you're going to have the, 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 the knit class with or your, <laughs> your meetup for bringing the Dotsons or the, the German Shepherd out to the coast and whatever it is, you choose the amount of kinetic belief you're going to appropriate to those relationships. So your willingness begins by answering the question, how soon do I want to be in this new relationship? Because the answer determines how often you should edify that desire, lift it up and expect it by meditating the absolute highest viewpoint of that relationship and what it means to you. Where, where are you willing to go for the relationship? Why, why do you desire the relationship? What do you want to put into that? And what do you want to get out of that relationship? How have you cataloged it? And where are you filing it? And what is it going to represent in your life as you go forward? You know, just the way that you finished just there, it really struck me because it it really revealed why journaling is so vital because you just went through this whole process of, of you know, really determining so many different different aspects of, of relationship. And those are things that you cannot organize in your own mind. You know, you're, you can't really lay that out like you should in your own mind. It has to be written down. It has to be gotten on paper. Um, one of the biggest things that you've said today that changed my, probably changed my perspective the most is that people are information. I thought that was a really profound statement and it even made me consider, okay, take a friend that I have. I'm, I'm picturing my friend and I'm picturing her. What would, what would she look like if she was a newspaper? You know, like what would her headline be and what would the articles be about and what is that information that she's representing? And for some people, it would be, um, you know, cat memes and and funny, <laughs> cute little funny dog videos. And that's the basis of our relationship. But others, but others, it's going to be drama. And it would, you know, the headline would always be about her irritating boyfriend. So, you know, that's a, I think that's a profound way to catalog people, understand people and see them, to see them as information. That was, that really hit me. Choose your topics wisely, right? You don't want anything that's fear-based. That's going to cause anxiety, stress, stress disorders. Um, fear, fear-based is a negative influencer and it will come against you in some way. It yeah. will spin your life out of control. So choose your information wisely. It needs to edify and encourage and celebrate you and, and be an expression of love and joy and happiness. And so when you are kinetically journaling, uh, you know, these relationships that you want to usher in to your life, do you, are you doing that every day or do you just sort of I guess I'm just wondering, okay, let's say that you are working to attract a new relationship and the new relationship is there. It shows up. Do you sort of, um, are you attracting the maintenance of that relationship? Are you furthering it? Are you, I mean, what is, 
just the really basic process of, of what we're writing down for this. Well, the journaling process is you're not working on receiving something. The journaling process of kinetic belief is you are you are in that every day and saturating your sense of gratitude that you now have it. I am so thankful for this tennis player relationship, this tennis relationship that I now have. Mm-hmm. It's so enriching to me. It's it's someone that I can equally share in a, uh, a game of equality where we are... Uh, encouraging each other and we're sharpening each other's game and we're delighting in the expression of the game of tennis together and I'm thankful for it. I'm glad that I have this now and I see it now and I receive that it's already done and so I'm celebrating the victory that I have in this relationship in my life and this is what this feels like. This is what this looks like. This is where this is and then I'm out of the way. The law of attraction then manifests this person into my life that I've been already celebrating and thankful for. What role do you do you believe action has in this because I'm just thinking uh, okay if I want to meet a tennis player I'm going to go to the basketball court no action is (laughs) everything action is the kinetic part of your belief the law of attraction is not up to you. you what's up to us is the kinetic part and and that's a a great point you know the action is well I'm probably going to go to the tennis court and I'm going to expect to meet this person but you know what if they are not there I'm open to meeting them at the grocery store yeah and that, that random person that I happen to bump into with my basket, and uh, <laughs> they say, oh, I'm sorry, I was in a hurry. I'm headed over to the tennis court because I'm hoping to find somebody to play tennis. I don't know. But, but that's, you know, how this hap- that's how this works. And you are, yes. you are actively moving toward the law of attraction. And there's going to be an intersection in your life because mm-hmm. your gratitude's created this open space for the substance of your desire to manifest. I have a great story for that. So when I first, first, this is many years ago, when I first discovered um, your teaching and the law of attraction, your teaching about kinetic belief, I was in an apartment with some really horrible roommates. This is a long time ago. And so my first order of business was to attract a new, a new place to live. But I had just gotten into this one. So obviously there's a lease situation. How do I get out of it? And, and literally the day the day that I started speaking and believing for a new place to live and to get out of the one that I'm in, I walked out to my car. This is a huge condo complex, cars everywhere. And this girl literally pulls up and says, oh, I'm just checking out this facility. I'm looking for a place to live. That's it. That is exactly that that's, is it. That's how this works. Your your part in it with the kinetic belief was the gratitude for finding that person yeah. and the law of attraction. You intersected with that person in the parking lot. You were already expecting to see them, and that <laughs> right. was your flash of lightning. That was your yeah. your bright moment of of uh, your purpose intersecting with someone else's, and it was the she law was, of attraction. She was coming into you. harmony with in what agreement. I was looking for. That's I it. love that. That's it. It's so powerful. So look, you are a unique wonderfully made individual. Every single person is beautifully made with one-of-a-kind giftings and desires. Those longings you have are the colorful facets and the fragrances that make you you. They're not to be avoided and they're not to be hidden away and stop being embarrassed by the differences that you've noticed in yourself. You don't want to fit in. You want to fit out from the within. And you want to you want to be a standout from the within that's in you and you want to come in contact with that person and celebrate it and lift it up and out to be an expression of you in this life. Your purpose is to be different. Your purpose is to be a creator and not a competitor. Look, you deserve a life. 
You deserve a life surrounded by people who understand you and who celebrate and champion and and lift you up and encourage you along your path. You should have relationships with people that encourage you to be an expression of that purpose within. Not as a conformist, look, but as somebody that is a four-leaf clover exacting uh, because you are one of a kind and, and you're drawing that from other people. They're celebrating the differences in you. So the beautiful thing here is that you can have all of that. All you've got to do is desire the greater results in life and then kinetically believe things are different for you right now in the present tense. And you do it with gratitude expressed in joy and and an unconditional love for yourself and stop the pity parties and stop complaining and stop uh, talking about other people and what's wrong with your life. Stop looking for people that you can complain with that's going to agree with what's wrong with you. Get out of the agreement practice of finding people to celebrate what's wrong with your life because that's going to continue to manifest those wrong things in your life. You, you've got to no longer allow for your mind to be changed and uh, before you attract your perfected life. Stop looking for your life to change. You get out of the business of change. You want to exchange everything for the good thing. And if you feel like you're stuck in some kind of a routine toxic relationship, my prescription for edifying your desire for relationships that advance your life is to journal your expectations and do it in the present tense as though it's already come to pass. The belief is yours to choose. Determine to feel the excitement. Choose to have the joy to become you by taking expressive ownership of the imagined relationships. Go ahead and right now delight in the sensation while using your imagination to see exactly each edifying and loving relationship. Choose to be excited that the relationship is now here. It is here today. It has already become you and choose to be grateful that the relationship is yours and that it's already done. It's not something that's going to happen in the future. It's not something that's missing in your life. You're saying, well, I don't see it. Well, of course you don't. You're not living by what you see anymore. You're living by what you believe. What you believe is now your truth. You see, the kinetic believers operating their life in toward the law of attraction by forming their highest viewpoint for every single relationship and continuing until they see that relationship manifest. Don't put a time limit on the law of kinetic belief working for you. Once you've determined what you want, you never again become double-minded about that. Don't ever waver from that expectation again. Don't second-guess what you've already started working on. The majority of human beings live in the state of mediocrity, and most will accept any old acquaintance that comes along that will just agree with whatever kind of rotten life they're going through based on the just the convenience of chance for the sake of chance without any consideration for the original source of purpose for example the heritage of family listen it will rarely if ever produce a uh, a celebration of your creative giftings However, the mistake that most people make is that they go and they take their original purpose and they take it for review to the hereditary family. Here, everybody, what do you think about this? <laughs> Those people have other giftings. What are the, and it's very unlikely that you're going to have been born into a family of, if you're a book writer, of editors and publishers and, and all of that. It's probably not the case. But you're treating them like they are. They rarely have the aptitude 
to edify or to consume your creativity. So you've, you've now set yourself up for disappointment, expecting to somehow be understood by the tribe that raised you. Original source, the purpose, you came into the physical to experience and to demonstrate the satisfying reason that you are even here. Look, that requires that you purpose to advance your life successfully, mind, body, and soul. And you do it by creatively relating in your relationships with those that you've kinetically believed to attract into your life. And you do it for a relationship. So this is the divide. This is what makes the average person average. Being normal or average is its just an indication that somebody is most often just double-minded. You know, I'll think this way today, but then give me an alternate thing to think about, and I'll consider that. I'm double-minded. I've got no real uh, uh, contact with the original source, the original person within. And they, you know, they'll get excited about the possibility of changing. Oh, that sounds just great. I'm going to do this, but not realizing you cannot really change anything. All things are what they are. And if you want something different, you've got to unbecome what you were never meant to be. And then you attract into your existence the original source, your original purpose, before any negative influencer redirected your purpose for this life. And once you determine what your purpose is within your soul, listen, don't ever again be open to the persuasion of some negative influencer or some judgment. Don't ask them what they think. Don't be an imitator. Don't be a people pleaser. Don't consider what they think about you ever, ever again. It's none of your business what they think. It's none of your business what they say. You don't need the approval of anyone else. This is not a popularity contest. Celebrate yourself with gratitude while expecting guidance and wisdom and expect every relationship in your life, both present and those that are being attracted to you to advance your mind, body, and your soul. And stop using your imagination to try and change people. If you want to experience anything in life different than what you are experiencing right now, change yourself by exchanging yourself, by unbecoming all those things, all those negative influencers that you started uh, uh, adapting to you from the moment you stepped on this earth. Exchange yourself by disciplining your mind. Discipline your thoughts with the imagination of how you expect all things to manifest, and then all things will exchange in agreement to your desire. You see, you are the deciding witness to this life, the life that you're going to live, and you are the deciding witness to whom you're going to relate with. You are the believer that is attracting those relationships that will advance your joy and your happiness by agreeing with your determinations. All of this is as close as your ability to journal your thought forms and then act in kinetic belief agreement with each of your desires to go and live blissfully in peace and prosperity. Wow, this has been such a powerful reminder that not only are we living the life that we believe, but we are living a life with 
who we're believing for. <laughs> awesome. That's Brian. a big part of it. Yeah. Wow, so powerful. We've been talking about attracting fresh relationships and um, lots of new perspectives, lots of new uh, nuggets of wisdom here today. Get away from the negative. Yeah. Get away Love from it. all source negative because yes. it will come against you. Absolutely. It will absolutely manifest. And you know, here we're talking today about those relationships. Get away from a negative relationship. And by all means, don't you be the negative influencer. <laughs> you might be think, agreeing with this saying, yeah, they're bad for me and they're bad for me, but chances are you're bad for them too. So, you know, take responsibility and help save someone else's life and get away from them. It is funny. You know, we were joking the other day. Um, somebody was saying, oh, just why does everyone suck? And, and we were, and we were laughing going, well, you know, the only common denominator in that statement is you, man. <laughs> That's so true, isn't it? I love it. Uh, and you know, you cast down those negative imaginations. Most condemnation comes from within. It's an inner voice and we're always beating ourselves up and just listening to that inner voice and considering it and creating an imagination out of it. And what is that going to do? It's going to attract that negative uh, uh, imagination into your life and that yeah. condemnation. And you overcome that with a positive affirmation I cannot say enough about having your good affirmation and especially that's tailor-made for the very thing that you're looking to create and exchange in your life. And let's yeah. just do one right now for, for oh. our relationships. Okay. Say this, say the, uh, the unwavering belief of my inner child. The unwavering belief of my inner child. Receives every relationship in my present life. Receives every relationship in my present life. To be in perfect agreement with my creative purpose. To be in perfect agreement with my creative purpose. To edify. To edify. Encourage. Encourage. Celebrate. Celebrate. And champion me. And champion me. I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful for the opportunity. To do the same for others. To do the same for others. I'm surrounded by love. I'm surrounded by love. And all is well. And all is well. I radiate love. I radiate love. I magnify confidence. I magnify confidence. I attract relationships that prosper me. I attract relationships that prosper me. All my relationships advance my good health. All my relationships advance my good health. They are good for my soul. They're good for my soul. They are all loving. They're all loving. My partner is the love of my life. My partner is the love of my life. And the center of my universe. And the center of my universe. My life partner loves me as much as I love them. My life partner loves me as much as I love them. I love myself and everybody else. I love myself and everyone else. And in return, everybody that has access to me loves me. In return, everyone that has access to me loves me. Everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. I access permanent life-building relationships. I access permanent life-building relationships. Life is joyous. Life is joyous. My partner and I are a perfect match. My partner and I are a perfect match. For each other. For each other. And the love between us. And the love between us. Is eternal. Is eternal. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. I am love. I am love. I am joy. I am joy. I am happy. I am happy. Oh, that one gave me a warm fuzzy. <laughs> the warm fuzzy is what we always want. And you yeah. know, when, when you're saying your affirmations, do it with conviction. Mm. Make sure that it is uh, something that you're just feeling in, from the marrow of your soul. Yeah. Yes. Imagining, imagining those things as you're speaking it is so powerful. Well, today has been... Um, not only so informative, powerful, per perspective changing, um, but also I have to say it's it's given, I think, at least for me, it's given me such a good sense of how I 
um, relate to the universe and other people and a life partner versus different roles in my life. I mean, putting all these things in their proper perspective is going to be the first step to Absolutely. change. That's attracting fresh relationships. Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah. And hey, you know what? If you're stuck, uh, you can't find people to talk to and hang out with. Just come to a master class. Yeah, they're always great. Mastering the Universe workshops are a place where you can meet the family of kinetic believers and you will absolutely fit in. And who knows? Maybe you'll find that. Who knows? Should I say life mate? Yeah, absolutely. Or, life mate, best new or bestie. Or maybe your tennis partner. Pin pal, <laughs> tennis partner. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, so there are also going, there are also, excuse me, workbooks on this topic on the website as well, which I want to talk about those for a minute. The workbooks that are topical, I think they're so powerful because, for example, let's say you're listening to this and attracting new relationships is your number one priority. That's the thing that you just want to go after. Um, And let's say you already are participating in the guided journal. This is a boost. These worksheets, these workbooks are just a boost to that specific topic to kind of supercharge you in that direction. They're really powerful. Yeah, they are. And... You know, you can stay in contact with us and, and you can follow the, the calendar of events yeah. and you'll know where to go to uh, catch up with what we're doing. Anywhere in the world, we travel around. And, uh, you know, I just want you to know also that I really do appreciate all of you and none of this would be possible and we wouldn't have this family of of like-minded uh, achievers if it weren't for you. So we don't take you for granted. We don't take the, 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 um, the fact that you're tuning in and you're listening to this and we always appreciate the feedback and uh, really just yeah. um, uh, love love the, the family of, of believers that love we're the family. A, a part of. Here. Yeah, love the family. You can always reach out to us at kineticbelief.com. You can get on the newsletter there. Also, follow follow Stephen on Instagram. So that's going to be at Stephen Canyon. Just to, you know, if you just want to be totally immersed in everything that you can possibly participate in, the website's a great place to do it. And for the sake of advancing your life perfected, mind, body, and soul, for goodness sakes, for your own sake, make sure that you are are absolutely journaling from the highest viewpoint the thought forms of your life as you imagine it to be go out and get a a, a 10 cent notebook and start this thing and if you and if you would if you want one of the guided journals that we have on our website go there and order one and uh, you know or just Go on to Amazon and order it right there off of Amazon, whatever you got to do, and get one and start doing this and make this a practice for the rest of your life. You owe it to you to do this. Journal your life as you expect to see it in the present tense and be grateful that you have it now. Life is short. Don't make it even shorter. (laughs) I love that. You owe it to yourself. Do it now. Um, Well, this has just been wonderful. Thank you so much, Steve. And um, I just can't wait for the next one. All right. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye, everybody.